Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Do you have that terrible fear that keeps you from getting to where you want to go and you just don't know how to overcome it? Well, today I'm going to give you some easy to manage tips on how to overcome such fear. Welcome back to the channel with me, Johnny Pardo, here to help you boost your self-esteem and confidence. This is something I faced in myself when fear would get on top of me and halt me from taking any kind of actions. Fear stopped me from making friends, fear stopped me from getting dates, fear stopped me from speaking up in meetings, even when I had something valuable. Even sometimes someone would say something that I was going to say a few a few moments later. Fears stopped me, as I know it stopped many people, really doing the things that I've loved and I've known other people, and it stopped them doing things they've loved as well. But when I started to overcome it and started breaking it down into smaller steps, then I've been able to progress with it. And it's really something I talk about with clients, but also friends. When they're thinking, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. And the fear stopping them from doing something they genuinely absolutely love. And since I hadn't made a specific podcast episode on this subject, I thought I would talk about fear today because I know lots and lots of people struggle with it. First of all, the first thing before I go into the tips, which I will go on to, don't worry, is I wanted to point out now confident people, the people you see who are really like feel like, well, look like they've got no fear, look like they can do anything. They do have fear. Every human being in the world has fear because we wouldn't be human if we didn't. We've got something in our brains called the amygdala. amygdala. I always struggle with that word. Um, but anyway, it's the survival mechanism within our head that stops us from doing things that could be potentially dangerous. The problem is it doesn't know the difference between what a real danger is, as in life threatening, and something that's just kind of scaring you at the moment. So worrying about what people think isn't going to kill you. But if a bear comes at you, it probably will kill you. The amygdala doesn't know the difference and therefore it doesn't define what real fear is. And it stops you from taking action because it wants to keep you safe. It doesn't want to keep you happy. And in the book I read recently, The Confidence Gap by Dr. Ross Harris, which is a great book, it points out that point. But it also points out that true confidence isn't about the absence of fear. Like I've just said, nobody has no fear. So if you're someone like, oh, confident people don't have any fear, that's rubbish. Everyone has fear. I've had fear. I've had to overcome it. I used to be terrified of making a single video. I used to be terrified of speaking in meetings. And I know there's lots of people who used to be shy who shared it. People like Jay Shetty, big in the personal development. He said he used to be shy when he was a kid to speak up. So there's there's many, many examples of people who've completely transformed because they've come out of that comfort zone and gone through fear. Anyway, I've diverted from the point a little bit. Confident people have transformed their relationship with fear and you can do exactly the same. You understand the fears there and you know how to work for it. How do you do this? Right, let's go into the tip now. My first tip is 
understanding what's going to happen if you overcome the fears, if you start taking actions, what are you going to get out of it? If you, if you, for example, really, really want to write that, lead that class, if you want to lead a dance class, for example, but you're terrified you're going to mess up. But what happens if you do lead a dance class and then you keep doing it? You're doing something you absolutely love. Think about that. But on the other hand, fear is going to come in and emotions sometimes, well, emotion is stronger than logic. And that's where the fear comes in and drives your emotions from doing it. But also bring in the emotion of what's going to happen if you don't take any action. Where's your life going to go? Perhaps you're doing something you don't like at the moment, but it's safe for you. However, it's not making you happy. Now, think about what's going to happen to you in a few years time, maybe in a decade's time, if you keep giving in to fear and don't doing the thing you love. So think about it from two points of view in that first tip. Think about what's going to happen if you take action against your fear and what's going to happen if you don't take any action. And like I say, you don't have to make a massive leap straight away. Just take small little actions again and again and again. And that's what I talk through with clients and people I help in terms of my confidence coaching and in general. And write it down, write those reasons down where you can see them every day. Tip number two, what would your role model do? If you haven't got a role model, perhaps you can think of someone in the workplace or on TV who you really, really admire. What would they do if they came up against something that's very, very challenging? So for me, I, as I've probably said before, if you're new to this channel, you won't, this podcast, you won't know. But um, I'm a big fan of Harvey Specter. Obviously, he's a fictional character off the TV series Suits, where he's a very, very charismatic lawyer. Now, if he had a challenge at him, he would probably find it difficult. There may be bits of fear in him, but he comes across very confident, like one of the most confident people I've ever seen on a TV series. But if he came up against a challenge, he would not give in. He would keep going. He would face the challenge, even if he didn't feel like he's going to win, even though he always comes across like he's going to win because he keeps taking action. So for you, think about what that role model would do. So if you if we go back to the example of a dance teacher, what would if you know someone who's a really good teacher, if they came across like a fear or insecurity about leading class, what would they do? They would probably lead it anyway. So think about a role model and what they would do. Tip number three, take small action. So I've drawn into this a little bit already, but when we generate results, we get confidence. However, we cannot get results unless we take action. Now, like I'm saying, the action does not have to be massive. If you're scared of public speaking, you don't have to suddenly be talking in front of 5,000 people in the street. You could just be talking to a group of a couple of friends or people you really, really trust. Take small actions because when we start taking small actions, we start taking getting results. When I started posting my first videos, I get someone saying, oh, that, you know, that's quite a useful video. And that created a little bit of confidence. When I did my first Toastmaster speech, it's probably a better example. I was nervous about it. I was kind of excited as well because I'd... <laughs> It was, it was something new. But when I did it, I felt this surge of amazing confidence like I was on top of the world. I hadn't given a speech to 5,000 people. I'd just done a speech to about 20 to 30 people. This was pre-COVID times as well, <laughs> actually in a room when you could get together. Uh, hopefully that'll be soon sometime in the future. Uh, but anyway, we 
when you do that, you I start to feel the results. And I've done that before. I've given small updates in meetings and felt the confidence. I've said hello to that pretty girl at the bar, asked her for a number, even though it's terrifying. And then you get results. They might say no, but they might say yes. And sometimes the results don't get to you, but then you just got to go back and take different actions in different situations. But when we get results, we start to feel confidence. Now, confidence and self-esteem are two different things, but very linked. Self-esteem, you should be continually working on, speaking to yourself, self-caring. We're not going to that as much. But if you can add in results, you're going to boost your confidence even more. But you don't get that until you take results. So think of small little actions you can take, and it's going to be specific for whatever you are aiming to do. And my final tip is remind yourself of the brilliant work you've done in the past. And when I said a brilliant work in the past, you should always be praising yourself every single day, as I've shared in my self-esteem tips, because you need to talk to yourself like you would do to a friend you're caring about, or a younger sister, younger brother, or someone you care about, and kind of praising them for all the great stuff they've done, or a child. However, you need to remember times when you, for this situation, when you specifically have overcome a fear. So you can even go to the first day at school. You might not remember it in the top of your head like I can't. I just remember running probably into the wrong building, knowing me, then running around playing with toys and probably running into walls. I, I still do that now, uh, but it's fun, you know, and you've got to have fun. Anyway, diverting off the point again. I've had too much coffee today. My point on that is, Think about past times, like starting your first day at school, whereby you've overcome a fear because you've got evidence. And when you can present the mind with evidence enough times, it's going to remember that you were capable of facing fear. So our brain often dissociates all the positive stuff or doesn't dissociate. It's probably the wrong word. Forgets about um, all the positive things you've done in the past and then starts thinking about negative things. So keep reminding it of all the great stuff you have overcome. And then you have to train it. You have to keep training it. Like I say, a positive talk, but you've got to keep training it, reminding it of all the things you've overcome. Did you speak to your boss when you were terrified of speaking to them? Did you speak, go up and make an effort to someone in a social environment when you were terrified? Because you've got evidence you've done that. No matter how small you have faced fears. So keep reminding yourself of that. Okay. Those are my tips on overcoming fear. Like to just emphasize the point again, confident people do not have a absence of no fear. They have fear like everyone else. They just transform their relationship with fear. But with the tips I've talked about today, remind yourself what you're going to get out of it or what you're not going to get if you don't take action. Think about what a role model would do Take small actions because that will generate results, which will generate confidence, which will reduce the amount of fear you're going to get with future things. And then the fourth one is remind yourself of the times you have overcome fear to train the brain to remember you have done so. If you have really found today's episode valuable, then I have a whole book on self-esteem and confidence. If you've not come across it already, the self-esteem and confidence mindset, as is the name of the podcast, it's available on Amazon and both paperback and Kindle. I'll leave the details as always in the descriptions if you're interested in that. Thank you very much for listening today. Remember, do not skip self-esteem day.
I appreciate you and I'll catch you in the next episode.